the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Victory Lane with Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr., Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship, Antioch, California, where Kirkland A. Smith is the senior pastor. Now, Victory Lane. Welcome to Victory Lane. Come with us now as we travel down the highway of life serving and building up the kingdom of God by the preaching and the teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world, recruiting sinners who do not know Jesus in the pardon of their sins while encouraging believers to remain steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain, 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, and the 58th verse. And remembering this always, St. John, the 3rd chapter, and the 16th verse, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And the 17th verse said, For God sent not his Son to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. Amen. Uh, We are studying the book of Acts. We finished chapter 6 last week. And now we're going to go into chapter 7. Chapter 6 we discussed there was a, a dispute between the Hebrew Jews and the Jews of the Uh, of the Greek culture who were scattered around in the Greek culture and their customs and there arose a dispute as this sometimes happens in church and they took the matter to the apostles and they said look out among you for seven good men and uh, who were full of the Holy Ghost honest and have wisdom and they found seven men whom they call as deacons and they are to handle the business of the church and that's what the deacons do. They handle the business of the church. That's their job. And, the, and for Peter and John and the other apostles said, we don't have time to wait on tables. We don't have time to handle the business that's at, at church and administration of his duties, but rather we will uh, uh, dedicate ourselves to the preaching, teaching of the word of God and praying. And that's their job, and that's the deacon's job. And in that, there was one deacon, Stephen, named Stephen, who was full of the Holy Ghost and faith and power. And uh, he did signs and wonders, so much so that the council uh, gathered up against him and uh, accused him of being wrong and saying blasphemous words against God and the Holy Ghost and about the law of Moses because he's contradicting the law of Moses and we, this is what we're going through with the law because the law is what they live by. But now he's teaching a new thing by faith through Jesus Christ. Now, they gathered them together and they, and they uh, 
seen Stephen, and they looked at him, and uh, his countenance changed, and he looked as an angel sent from God. Now let's go to chapter 7. Chapter 7. We're going to be looking at verses 1 through 5. Stephen being called, answering his accusation of blasphemy, and guess what? They're going to do something real bad. They're going to stone him to death. Huh. Acts chapter 7, verse 1 through 5. Then said the high priest, Are these things so? What they're accusing him, what they are accusing you of. Are these things so? Are you teaching against the law and Moses and blaspheming, talking, talking uh, disrespectful to God? And he said, This is Peter's declaration. Men, brethren, and fathers, hearken, meaning listen. The God of glory appeared unto our father, Abraham, when he was in Mesopotamia, before he dwelt in Sharon, and said unto him, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and come into the land which I will show thee. Then came he out of the land of the Chaldeans, and dwelt in Sharon, and from there, when his father was dead, he removed him into this land wherein ye now dwell. Stephen is giving a discourse. He is going back and giving a history lesson as to where we, meaning the Jewish people, came from. How it all started. Serving the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's giving a discourse that has already been written in the book of law with the prophets. It's, he's not tell, telling them something new. He's reminding them. Verse 4. And then came he out of the land, meaning, meaning uh, uh, Abraham. We read that. We're going to read it again. He came out of the land of the Chaldeans and dwelt in Sharon. And from there, when his father was dead, he removed him into this land wherein ye dwell. Okay? And he gave him none inheritance in it, no, not so much as to set his foot on. Yet he, yet he promised that he would give it to him for possession and to his seed after him when as yet he had no child. Abraham did not receive the promise, but it was promised unto him by God that his seed would see the promise. And he had no child at that point, but God is faithful. He also promised him that through his seed, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Check this out. He's given a discourse. He's given a history lesson. Verse number six through eight, he continues to speak and say, and God spoke on this wise, meaning, and God spoke like this, that his seed should sojourn, sojourn in a strange land, and that they should bring them into bondage and then treat them evil for 400 years. They're going to be treated evil for 400 years, seed of Abraham, when they were slaves in Egypt. This is what's happening. And the nation to whom they shall be in bondage will I judge, said God. And after that, they shall come forth and serve me in this place. He's given a discourse. They already know this. 
is written. Is written, and they shall serve me. Verse number eight. And he gave him the covenant of circumcision. And so Abraham, the covenant of circumcision, the circumcision that Abraham did with his son Isaac, it was of blood. That's the circumcision. It was of blood. He's going to give another circumcision of blood, but the blood of Jesus. And check this out. In Abraham, verse 8, Acts the seventh chapter, beget Isaac and circumcise him the eighth day, and Isaac beget Jacob, and Jacob beget the twelve patriarchs. The twelve patriarchs are the twelve tribes of Israel, okay? Now, He's giving the discord. Listen, listen to the history lesson. Verse 9. And the patriarchs moved with envy and sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him. Meaning, Joseph's brothers sold him. Sold him into Egypt. They made a the, the brothers were jealous of their little brother and they because their father loved him and he made him a coat of many colors and they took their younger brother Joseph and they threw him in a pit and rather than kill him, uh, they, they sold him into slavery. They brought the coat back to their father and said a wild beast came and devoured, devoured his son and, and killed him and they sold him into slavery. But look at God. Watch how God works. The evil that you meant, Joseph turns around later on to him, God meant it for the good. People will do evil to you, but God will, God will bring out the good in it. Just trust him. Now, and the patriarchs moved with them, being sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him and delivered him out of all of his afflictions and gave him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh, the uh, uh, king of Egypt, and he made him governor over Egypt and all the house. God delivered Joseph from the pit, delivered him from being sold as a slave, and he worked for Pharaoh, and he was such a good worker that he appointed him the ruler over his house and made him governor over all his house in Egypt. That's what happened. Philip no, Stephen is giving a discourse. He's giving a history lesson, okay? Because they asking him, by what power you do this? And uh, he's letting them know. It's by the power of God through his son, Jesus Christ, because he's preaching a new thing. This thing that he's preaching has never been preached before. No one ever heard nothing about this Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus who made the blind see, made the lame walk, made the dumb talk healed all men of diseases, fed 5,000 with two fish and five loaves of bread, Jesus who changed water to wine, Jesus who looked at, who went to the winds and the waves on a boat and stood up and said, peace be still, Jesus who made people rise from the dead. They ain't never heard nothing like this. Jesus himself who died on Calvary cross and shed his precious blood, laid in a borrowed tomb three days. Jesus on the third day rose again from the dead. They never, ever heard anything like it. First time the gospel was being preached. Rose from the dead, sitting at the throne of God. 
and says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly at heart, and ye shall find rest into your soul. Same Jesus said, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Jesus, I come to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. The same Jesus Stephen is preaching. Talking about Joseph. Now, there came a famine. I'm in verse number 11, Acts 7 chapter. Now, there came a dearth over all the land of Egypt and Shinon, and great affliction, and our fathers found no sustenance. This is Joseph giving them the discourse of the history lesson of which they already know. But let me remind you what happened. I'm taking it all the way back from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to Joseph in the, in the 12 patriarchs, the 12 tribes of Israel. I'm taking you all the way back there and how a famine came over the land and over Egypt. Look at God's work. Look at God's work. But Joseph is in charge now. And there's no food in, in, in Egypt. So Jacob had to take his whole family and go to Joseph. But when Jacob, in verse number 12, but when Jacob heard that there was corn in Egypt, he sent out our fathers first. He, meaning the 12 tribes, meaning his sons. Hey, check out, I heard there's corn in, in, in Egypt. Y'all go check it out. These are Joseph's brothers. Okay? And I'm in verse 13. Acts the seventh chapter. And at the second time, Joseph was made known to his brethren, and Joseph's kindred was made known unto Pharaoh. So what happened was the brothers went, and they went to Joseph, they went, they, they went to Joseph, and Joseph recognized his brothers, but his brothers didn't recognize him. And Joseph gave him food to go back to Egypt, and they, and, 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 and they came back again the second time, and Joseph made himself known to his brethren. They didn't, they didn't know about him at first. No, they didn't go back to Egypt yet. Let me, let me get that story straight. But they came to Joseph a second time because he fed them, and they came back into his, into his, uh, his congregation and into the midst of him another time. And Joseph made himself known to his brother. And then when Joseph made himself known to his brother, he also made known Joseph, his brothers to Pharaoh. Okay? I'm your brother whom you threw in the pit. Here's Pharaoh. Pharaoh, these are my brothers. Okay? Simply said. Verse 14. Then sent Joseph and called his father Jacob to him and all his kindred, three score and fifteen souls. So Joseph sent for his father and all the kindred, three score and fifteen souls. That would be sixteen. A score is twenty. Three score is 60 and 15. That'd be 75 people and all this stuff. All this stuff. Verse 15. So Jacob went down into Egypt 
and died he and our fathers. Jacob died and so did our fathers. In other words, the 12 tribes of Israel, Joseph and his brothers, they, they, they died. Okay? Verse 16. And were carried over into Sychem, Sychem, and laid in the sepulcher. They were buried that Abraham bought for a sum of money of the sons of Emor, the father of Sychem. Verse 17 through 28. Stay with me now. Stephen is giving a discourse. He's giving a history lesson. They got him in front of the council and the elders and, and the chief priests because he's preaching a new thing, Jesus Christ, and he's bringing, them up, he's bringing them up to date as to the word of God and what it has said and what has been written all the way up to the, 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 the prophecy of Jesus Christ as the Son of God, and he's bringing them up. That's what he's bringing them to, okay? That's what, they don't know this. They don't know where he's finna take them. I think they may have an idea, but they're going over this history lesson because he's making it known, look, this is what happened, and you know, and you know it's what happened. It, it is written what has happened. I'm just... Uh, um, reminding you what has happened thus far and what brought me to this point in preaching and teaching Jesus Christ. Now, verse 17, but when the time of the promise drew nigh, which God had sworn to Abraham, the people grew and multiplied in Egypt. Okay. God promised Abraham a land flowing with milk and honey. Get, get away from these land. I'm going to bless you and bless your seed and your seed shall be blessed. But when the time drew nigh, the people grew and multiplied in Egypt. The Jewish people done growed and multiplied. It's a lot of them. And then what happened? Verse 18. Till another king arose which knew not Joseph. Joseph found favor with the other Pharaoh, but another king arose. And he didn't have favor for Joseph. Okay. Now, since he didn't have favor for Joseph, something happened. What happened? I'm glad you asked. Here we go. The same dealt sub subtly, meaning crafty, with our kindred, and evil entreated our fathers so that they cast out their young children to the end they might not live. So, this new ruler treated the children of of Israel evil and wanted to make sure that no one would arise from their ranks from the promise of the fathers from Moses from the, from the promise of their fathers that God will raise up one who will help deliver them so they want to make sure that that did not happen he's just giving a discourse Woo! he's giving a good history lesson you taking notes <laughs> Good. Now, this is when they took all the firstborn of Egypt, all the male children from one to two years old, and they killed them with the sword. Now, verse 20. In which time Moses was born and was exceeding fair and nourished up in his father's house three months. Moses was born. And when he was cast out, Pharaoh's daughter took him 
and nourish him for her own son. So the word went out, they're going to kill all the firstborn of Egypt. Moses' mother took him, put him in a basket, sent him down the river. And Pharaoh's daughter seen the basket, seen the baby, and took the baby for herself. Check this out. And when he was cast out, verse 21, Acts 7 chapter, Pharaoh's daughter took him up and nourished him for her own son. God will make your enemy your footstool. God will turn around and use that, 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 that person who is not in the world to help a person who's his child. You ever been helped by someone? I'm talking about Christian folk. You ever been helped by someone? They're not even a Christian. But God put them in your life and they help you. God has sent people to help you. You do the right thing. He'll bless you. He'll bless you. Okay? And she took Moses and nourished him for as her own child. Guess what? This is what happened to Moses. And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of Egypt, of the Egyptians, and was mighty in words and deeds. He was a learned man, a scholared man from his stepmother who became his mother in Egypt. That's Pharaoh's daughter. Verse 23. And when he was 40 years old, it came to his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. It was made known to him at some point that he is one of the children of Israel. And he went to go visit them. And seeing one of them suffering wrong, he defended him. I mean, verse 24 of Acts 7 chapter. And avenged him that was oppressed and smote the Egyptian. So he seen one of his fellow brethren being mistreated badly by one of the Egyptians and he killed the Egyptian bottom line for he supposed his brother now this is Moses for he supposed verse 25 his brethren would have understood how that God by his hands would be would deliver them but they understood not he would think that since God used me, you would think that God, that you would understand that God is using me to help you, but they understood not. Okay? Verse 26. And the next day he showed himself unto them as he was strolling along and would have set them at, and would have set with them one again, saying, Sirs, you are brethren. Why, you, why do you do wrong to one another? In other words, the two Men were having an argument or disagreeing with one another. Maybe so much so that violence was about to take place. And Moses said, why y'all doing this, man? Why y'all treating each other like this? Y'all shouldn't do this. But check this out. But, but, verse 27, but he that did his neighbor wrong, he did his neighbor wrong, that's why they having this argument, thrust him away saying, who made you ruler and judge over us? Who you think you are, Moses? Number 28. Who you think you are? Huh? Will thou kill me as I did the Egyptian yesterday? You gonna kill me like you killed dude yesterday, Moses? Uh-oh. Check this out. When Moses found out he was made known, here's what the Bible said. 
Then fled Moses at this saying, and was a stranger in the land of Midian, where he begat two sons. So Moses left Egypt, went out to the land of Midian, and had two sons. Met a wife, had two sons. Okay. Now, let's look at what happens. Understand now, let's, let's understand the, 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 the essence of this story. It's Stephen is telling them, reminding them of all what God has promised, what all God has done in time for the children of Israel, the chosen people, the Jewish nation, that God has fulfilled everything in his word up until this point, and the fulfillment of Jesus Christ is a part of this. The fulfillment of him being the son of God is a part of what he's getting, getting, getting them to get to, getting ready to get them to get to, hopefully. Okay, so Moses fled and was a stranger in a strange land. Now, verse number 30. And when 40 years were expired, there appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai an angel of the Lord in the flame of a fire in a bush. Now, 40 years have passed by. God called Moses out of a flaming bush of fire. They know this. Stephen is just reminding them. When Moses saw it, he wondered at the sight. And as he drew near to behold it, the voice of the Lord came to him. Moses is looking at the, at, the, at the bush that is burning in the flame of fire, but yet not being burned, yet not consumed, and he moved closer. And he moved closer to the bush in the wilderness. And when Moses saw it, he wondered, and he drew near. And as he drew near, God spoke. Okay? I'm in verse 31. Verse 32, God spoke. This is what God said, verse 32, saying, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Then Moses trembled and dared not behold the sight that he was looking at. He trembled and dared not to behold the sight he was looking upon. Number 33, then said the Lord to him, put off thy shoes from thy feet for the place where thou standest is holy ground. God is talking to Moses. Y'all getting this history lesson? This is a beautiful history lesson as how God brought the children of Israel up out of bondage, delivered them, and is fulfilling the prophecy of himself that he will deliver one who will be the Son of God named Jesus Christ. We're going to continue our reading with Acts the seventh chapter, beginning at verse 38 next week. I want you to read yourself, and we're going to get into it and talk some more and study the Word of God some more, okay? I thank you for tuning in today. 
Hope you've been blessed with a word. Hope you've been blessed to be stronger in the Lord and in the power of his might. And remember, God can do anything but fail. Put your trust in him through his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Join us next week as Reverend Ray continues his teaching on the book of Acts. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.